That is a hot take. Prove uh, me wrong. You're never I've wrong. never been wrong before. before. Yeah, you're wrong this time, Paulie. Syracuse basketball is a name brand. The cream rises to the top, Paulie. The Yankees will be there. Paulie asked that question on purpose, and I just don't like Paulie right now. <laughs> Nobody needs a six-hour baseball game. If you're going to lose that many face-offs and only lose by a goal to a number one team, is it really so bad? You claim that my buddy doll is as dependent as a child. Yeah, that's a great idea. I don't think you can get away with that. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Stephen Fonte, Paulie Sebelia with you up until 2 o'clock on a Friday edition of Orange Nation leading you into the weekend. We've got a couple of guests lined up for you, both in our number two. We're going to talk some Yankees with Jack Jokinen, JJ from the Bronx. He's got uh, George's Box podcast. He'll come on with us at 1 o'clock. And then my good friend Travis Eldridge from the Lax Sports Network. He'll be on with us at 1.30. Uh, the SU men closing out their regular season today, 4 o'clock inside the Dome. Uh, important game, Paulie, uh, for the SU lacrosse men uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, first and foremost, though, they win. I, I think we would all agree they're safely in the tournament. They lose, and it's at least a question mark uh, going into Sunday night and uh, some uh, you know, some tense moments, I think, for the team leading up to Selection Sunday. But, uh, but for now, again, a win, and they're going dancing, as they say. It's what the kids would call a make-or-break game, Steve. Yeah, and I know how much you love the bubble. So yes, this yeah, is very exciting. You're, you're very excited. Syracuse could have popped its own bubble by scheduling this game, so it makes it even more fun. Yeah, well, that'll give us something to talk about on Monday. If they blew up their own season by adding Robert Morris, so they could get that extra. And, and we had Brian Higgins on, eyes on their game on the ACC on network. the ACC network. Yeah, we and we had Brian Higgins on the show yesterday. And we knew this the Utah game wasn't going to happen. That was wiped off the schedule very early on. Um, I asked him if they just added this one strictly because they wanted to ensure that they'd have a winning record before the Virginia game. He said it had been in the works for a while. To your point, it's a chance to get you know on the network again and and you know have people watch your program and watch your brand. And uh, you know it's also a chance to to tune up for the NCAA tournament. It could backfire if they lose. Could watch um, your, your program collapse right on national TV. It's awesome. We assume they're going to win, but that's why they play the game. So we'll uh, again we'll see how it plays out. Mr. Morris face is off no pushover. Is, uh, yeah, told. yeah. It, it they're you know independent this year. Aren't is, they technically on said. the bubble? Also, they're not going to make it, but they're an independent, which meant they you know they had the weekend free. You know, most teams are tied up with their conference tournaments. Robert Morris is not. Um, and so that allowed them to to get in a game, get ready for the NCAA tournament. Um, first and foremost, got to qualify for the NCAA tournament, but they should be able to do that today. Uh, Four o'clock faceoff inside the dome. Brian Higgins will be on the call beginning at three thirty over on TK ninety nine. All right, so uh, our producer Jordan does a great job uh, putting in a rundown every day for our show, and, and you know this is he, he maps everything out what he wants us to talk about when. I get into the office today, coming off of Bridge Street. I drive here, and I handed a piece of paper with a rundown, and it says right off the top, quote, Syracuse isn't a good sports town. Paulie Sibilia. So you're going to have to walk me through this. So you said this today? Yeah. I just in what it, context? How did it come about? Just in life in general, and I'm going to get ma- people mad at me for generalizing whole fan bases. It's just not a good, it's not a good sports town. It's, it may be the best basketball town in the country, but as a sports town, it sucks. It just happened. It, people are still talking basketball at this point. Like yesterday, 
we got a football con bat, football quarterback controversy going on. No one cares. Nobody cares in this town. They want to know who's playing forward for the for the basketball team. It, nobody goes to Mets games. Nobody cares about the Mets. It's you interesting you should say that no, because go know, ahead finish finish, I, finish your nobody goes here. to SU football games. Part of the recruiting issue with the SU football team, I think, and, and this is me laying blame on people. Nobody's ever at the damn games. You bring kids in. Nobody wants to play in front of in an empty dome. You know, it's it's not a good sports town. You know, if the football team's winning, yeah, maybe people will show up every once in a while. But it's it's just not, Steve. So it's interesting you should say that um, we, because uh, go ahead. I'm just saying we could literally be talking about anything. We could be talking about Dino Babers just went ten and one, and people will be saying Joe Girard stinks. Like that's all they care about. All right. Am so um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit in terms of saying it's not a good sports town. You know, is this a you know, we have to keep in mind that Syracuse, in, in terms of, you know, what kind of market size it is, it's a medium market size, right? It's um, in the 80s, I think. It's a top 100 yeah. market, but it's certainly not a top 50 yeah. market. It's in between. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at, and I guess I look at it from from my job's perspective and being a sports director in this town on a local television station, I look at it and I say, this is a good sports town to work in. Right, you've got Syracuse University, so ten months out of the year you're talking football, basketball, lacrosse. You've got a lot, obviously, great high school sports here. You've got a AAA baseball team. You've got an AHL hockey franchise. Um, you've had other events come through here, like a professional golf tournament, for instance. Um, so I think from from the sports are here, right? From a work perspective, I look at it as. This is a good sports town from that regard. Like this isn't. I don't look at Syracuse as you know being a you know barely a top one hundred market from that perspective. I say you know what they they've got sports here. You're referring to more so fans, fans here. Yeah. The the crunch fans are very passionate, but the average Joe doesn't care, right? Um, like I can't like when I they can't go name when they, when they go deep into the. Calder Cup playoffs, I think well, you get the casual fan. Yeah, that, but it shouldn't take that much to get you. The games are awesome. Yeah. It shouldn't take that much to get a casual fan out to a crunch game. Met, baseball, like the Mets aren't even anything to do with us. And you know how fun it is to sit behind home plate for freaking 10 bucks? Go. You know, it just, this fan, they, they, if the Mets were playing, the Crunch were playing, and Jim Beheim had a book signing, there'd be more people at the Jim Beheim book signing than there would be at either one of the games. You're probably not wrong about that. It's kind of embarrassing to me. I, I will say this. Um, you talk about the, the football. You know, Nobody goes to the football games, as you said, and that, that could be hurt, hurting recruiting. Um, I, I don't want to speak... For, for Doug Marone, I could just give you my observations. And, you know, we had him on the show every week when he was here. And so, you know, we used to get a chance to talk to him quite a bit and, you know, kind of get to know him a little bit. And 
just reading between the lines of things that he said and and from where his tenure started to when he left and he you know he left his dream job to take another dream job in the NFL I got the sense again my feeling was that he was very upset with attendance numbers and the fact that even when they were winning games people didn't seem to care and I'll go back to uh, it was the 2012 season. Louisville came to town as a, a top 10 team, and he he thought the place should be filled. It should be, and and it wasn't. And I I remember I can't remember exactly what he said, so I don't want to I don't want to misquote him, but he seemed a little irritated without saying that he was irritated about the fact that the place wasn't filled. I'm irritated by it. I'm irritated by all of the sports not being filled. Like, I'm not saying you need to sell out baseball games every night, but the only time people go to the Mets games are when, you know, in recent, Bryce Harper was playing or Strasburg. Strasburg, I was at those games. I think he pitched here five times. Were, to play. I mean, it was it was bumping those yeah, five times. There were more people at those games than there were the whole 10 years that's before. That's probably true. Well, that, that's probably combined. true. I, well, I don't know about that. I thought you were going to say the rest of the season <laughs> no, combined. <laughs> that, 10 years combined. That could be true about the, the rest of the season combined. Um, yeah, I minor league sports, sometimes you need a gimmick for people to show up, right? You need... You need fireworks. Um, you know that that's anytime during the baseball season. The most people go on the fireworks nights. It's just that, or you know, dollar Thursdays, and you know they go and they they you know get their hot dogs for a buck. Um, but I think that's anywhere around the country. I don't think it's just. I don't think that's unique to Syracuse. What uh, this is going to sound horrible to what? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing that is like anything that's more fun than what is going on? Like. I've lived here a long time. There's not a lot of fun things to do around here. <laughs> you know? So you're saying more people should go to the Syracuse Mets games? Or, yeah, or crunch, or crunch. games, or football games, I feel or like cross the cr- games. I feel like the crunch draws pretty well, though. They do. But I think I feel as if the crunch fan is just the same people every game. Does that make sense? I, it's the same way the football team. I feel like the football fan is the same like 25,000 people that are at every basketball game or at the football games if that makes sense and then it does make sense i see i don't know if i agree with the statement syracuse is a bad sports town you said that i, I stand by my statement see, see i i don't know if i buy that what a fair weather town maybe fair weather i don't know if i would say it's a bad sports town because I mean, the sports are here. They are fair weather. Like they'll come in when Clemson's playing, right? That's it. Nobody else has drawn a crowd to that football team. So you're you're speaking more so to the average sports fan, not necessarily. I don't know if you're speaking to the sports fan that listens to our show, because I think if you're speaking to the sports fan that listens to our show, those are the people that are going to the they're, games that do care. They, they care so much that they're listening to you know listening to our show and. And, and listening to the other shows the, that we have on ESPN, those people are Radio. talking SU basketball all the time. You know, I, I hear what you're saying. I I don't know. I I don't. I don't have. It's do, hard for me to. Do have you a know problem what the most the, common tweet is in Syracuse? What th- week three of Syracuse football season? When does basketball yeah, start? Sure, I hear you. 
It is a basketball town. I'm not going to argue with you about it, that. But it it'll be Syracuse could be three and zero. When's basketball start? Is that a bad thing? Yes, that's a bad thing. Yes, enjoy the football program. I mean, Games are fun to go to, even if they're losing. You know, it, it's a fun experience. Take your kid. Take your grandpa. Bring somebody. Take a date. Go to a game. I mean, it's great for you because no one knows what the hell is happening when you come on. <laughs> they need me. Yes. It's good job security. You're, yes. <laughs> the only way they're getting their information is from you at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm defending our fan base here. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I I don't know. I, I, I My belief is anywhere you go, it's going to be like that. Like Lexington, Kentucky. You say Syracuse is the best college basketball town in the country. Lexington, if you know, if Syracuse is one, Lexington might be 1A. They don't really care about their football team. There. They just won a, a national title in volleyball. I mean, did you I, even know that? No, but I don't care about Kentucky. I don't live in Kentucky. All right. Pull, I'm going to pull up. Uh, uh, well, it's a, it's a COVID year, so I can't pull up attendance. For, I bet you their volleyball team draws more than the Syracuse Mets. <laughs> I like, don't know. Nobody goes to the women's game. Have you ever watched? Yeah, right. Have you ever seen some of the other ACC schools' yeah. crowds for yeah. women's basketball? That's a valid point. It's it, embarrassing. It's a valid point. What are you doing? Go, like, I. are you, are you binge-watching The Mandalorian? Are you eating wings? It's a valid point. I don't know. And if you're that passionate about the men's team, why can't you just go? Like you think you would enjoy basketball enough to go to the women's game? And the, you can't use the excuse, "Well, the women's team isn't good," because they are good and they have yeah. been good for a decade now. Yeah. So the only thing people talk about: why is everybody leaving? Like, come on, go enjoy a game, do something. All right, I'm I'm curious what our listeners think about your statement that Syracuse is a bad sports town. We'll open up the phone lines three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. Let's take our first time out here. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. All right, hour number two of Orange Nation underway here on ESPN Radio. Stephen Fonsi, Pauly Sebelia with you up until 2 o'clock. Uh, we were supposed to talk with uh, Jack Jokinen uh, JJ from the Bronx here to, to start hour number two. We're going to push back that interview uh, just slightly to pass along the breaking news. I apologize for the last segment. Had to had to deal with some things, but uh, we just want to make sure we got things on the record. Um, and so this is what we know right now regarding the Chase Scanlon situation. Uh, Chase Scanlon was taken into custody this morning right around 11 a.m. Uh, in the parking lot right near Manly Fieldhouse. He's been charged with criminal mischief and charged with harassment. Uh, he is scheduled to appear in city court this afternoon, uh, at which time he will appear and likely be released with an appearance ticket to get the process started. This information coming from Onondaga County District Attorney Bill Fitzpatrick. Um, another thing to pass along regarding this situation, you, you may have seen that photo on the news of the damaged wall 
and uh, Bill Fitzpatrick's office had said that uh, that that photo was uh, you know being taken into into evidence uh, regarding the the Chase Scanlon situation. Uh, he's telling uh, News Channel Nine today that. Uh, that the photo of the damaged wall, you, you've seen it, Paul. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So we're being told that the victim in this case uh, did not cause that damage in any way, shape, or form. Um, there was there was some some talk out there about you know how did the the wall become damaged. I'm just going to leave it at that. That it had not, it, apparently the damaged wall had nothing to do with the victim. Um, and so they, that that's something that we got on the record today, um, and we'll we'll see where things go from here. But again, uh, Chase Scanlon arrested right around 11 a.m. in the parking lot of Manly Fieldhouse. Charged, uh, he's facing two charges: criminal mischief and harassment. Scheduled to appear in city court this afternoon, and uh, he's expected to be released on an appearance ticket. That coming from Onondaga County District Attorney Bill Fitzpatrick. We are awaiting um, some sort of. Statement from Syracuse University. We have reached out to Syracuse University, uh, and we are expecting something shortly uh, from the university addressing um, this situation. So I, I know that uh, there's been a lot of, you know, why would they reinstate him? What's going on? It, you know, and and John Desco appearing in front of the media and, and citing federal law, saying he can't talk about it. Let's see where this thing goes from here. Now that this is the next step in the next stage of the the investigation. Um, and let's see how it plays out. Let's see how Syracuse University ha- handles it and can handle it uh, from this point forward uh, now that Chase Scanlon has been arrested. So there's been a lot of talk and speculation about, you know, will he be in the building today? You know, they're, they're playing the regular season finale. He's on the team, and he's not truly practicing with the team. So, you know, what, what's going to go on? Is the team going to play the game? Um, so there you go. He's, he's been arrested and, uh, and awaiting to appear in city court at this time. All right, breaking news from Steve. I like when you're busy. Do you? Yeah, you look very professional. You handle that well. Well, uh, we, you know, and I, I hope people understand. We got obviously got to get these yes. things on the record. So you know, there's there's you a lot. Get it that, right. There's a lot we've heard. Yeah, and you know, there, there's a difference between what we've heard and what we can report. And so that that is what we can report at this time. Um, yeah, and, and the charges are far less than what I was. You know what the stories going around had been so right and again i'm not in law enforcement but my guess is you know you you go after the charges that you feel like you can prove yeah and so and we'll see how this thing develops Mm -hmm. but that's where we stand right now two charges criminal mischief and harassment um i'd also be interested to ask if i ever had a chance to ask questions of whether or not anything else is if there's any open cases still so that's that's an interesting point as well. Um, so, yeah. If you ever get a chance to ask that question, I'd be yeah. one to throw out there. I can come up with a question every once in a while. <laughs> you just prefer not to. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll we'll leave it there for the time being, um, and we'll we'll see how this develops. And again, I'm I'm expecting something any minute, literally any minute, from Syracuse University. So uh, when we get that statement. Um, and get that update from the university. We'll be sure to pass it along. Um, but again, in case you're just tuning in, Chase Scanlon arrested this morning around 11 a.m., uh, charged with criminal mischief and harassment, uh, awaiting to appear in city court, and uh, he will be uh, released with an appearance ticket uh, following that appearance in court today. And with that, we'll take a timeout. We'll resume with our show right after this on ESPN Radio. 
on Twitch, Q Sports Talk, and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. Um, so I know you have a plan for the last five Our minutes. Our take on the day's top stories. It's today's business on Orange Nation. And that plan involves today's business as we uh, bring back our producer, Jordan. What's up, Jordan? Busy show today. You doing all right? I'm, uh, I'm grinding out here. How you guys doing? Yeah, we're grinding as well. He's Got- not actually grinding. <laughs> you, you just do the whole segment in your Jerry voice. How about that? No. That would get old, I think. Um, what, what do you have for us? Well, as we know, it's today's business, stick to sports on Friday. So let's do just that, except the exact opposite. We've all been crazy on Dogecoin here at Galaxy Media in the office, and it might go to the moon on Saturday as Elon Musk hosts Saturday Night Live. Do you guys care in the least? Yes. I care a lot. <laughs> I have lots of reasons to care, I, Jordan. I know you do. Can you explain, Paulie, why this is a thing? I cannot. I am just hoping that I can ride the meme roller coaster to the moon, as the kids would say. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I have no dog in the fight, so to speak. No so. doge in the fight? No, I don't. It's actually named after a dog. That's the, the image, right? Yeah. I can't pronounce the dog's name, the, the, the breed. But you you can't explain why this is a thing. No, I'm just riding it, bro. All right, I'm up right now. Sixty one cents as we talk. Nice. What do you understand more, Paulie? Why Dogecoin is making money, or why we bet on Phil Mickelson to win the Masters? Dogecoin, because there's absolutely no reason to bet on Phil Mickelson to win the Masters. I told you you were all upset yesterday because Phil Mickelson had a great first round. And was leading the tournament, and you, you know, if he, he uses his exemption in the U.S. Open, I'm doing it again. Bro. Are you? All the majors. It's going to burn twenty dollars. Yeah, he went off at one twenty-five to what? You have a better chance in a non-major. You would have a better chance this week because the field isn't as strong. I have faith in him. He'll. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the best, as the kids would say. What would you say? He shot like a seventy-five today. Came back down to earth. Yeah. I told you not to worry about it. That's a very large object falling to the earth. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking looking him up. Got one more. uh, Yeah, what else you got, Jordan? I'm going to look up Phil Mickelson while you're you're talking here. Something that nobody listening can relate to, but a Brooklyn four-year-old boy bought $2,600 worth of SpongeBob popsicles off of Amazon. It was a non-refundable purchase. A lot of them melted, apparently, and now people are donating money to Noah's mother. At least it was the popsicles that had the gumball eyes, which are my favorite, but that seems like something that shouldn't happen, yet every month there's another story. Kid buys thousands of dollars worth of X on parents' credit cards. I can see What it. are people doing? Emma, it's easy. Lock All you gotta do numbers. is... It literally takes... If you have your card saved on Amazon and have the app on your phone, it literally takes a click of the button and you bought something. Did I ever tell you the story about uh, when I was a kid? When you bought popsicles? It wasn't popsicles. It was a it was a, a James Bond movie series. Did I tell you about this? Did no. I ever tell you on air? So it was one of those telemarketers back in the day. We used to get them all the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, now they tell you that like your car warranty is is yeah. out or whatever. But back then it was, you know, they were selling, it, 
it was like a time life, you know, James Bond over the years. And he's telling me that I can get like the first one for free and, you know, I don't need to get the rest. And I was like eight or whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I agreed to it. And I don't even know why I answered the phone when I was so young. But in any event, I ended up telling my parents about it. And, they, you know, they had to call back and say that I wasn't 18. And, and they, they, got their, they got their way out of it. But those deals sound great, right, yeah. when, you're, when you're a kid? Remember the Columbia House records? Sure, yeah. You get like six for a penny, and then the rest of them cost 75 yeah. bucks each. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I remember doing that. You know, getting it, you just got to remember to cancel. That's the, that's the key yeah. thing. You got to remember to cancel. Well, we're out of time here. It looks like that was uh, we 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 successfully no, burned through it. No, we're not. Final thought. Final thought. We've got we've got a final thought. You've had a long time. You you had a twenty minute interview to think of your. My final, final thought. thought today is just have a good weekend. Take care of your moms this weekend, yeah. kids. It's Mother's Day, so uh, be nice to the moms out there. Yes, I will second that. So for all you moms out there. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Hope everybody has a restful, enjoyable weekend. I'm a bad mother, Steve. So s- send me a card. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I tried to end on a joke. I failed. <laughs> it kind of fell flat. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday.